Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Every year, a hundred finalists from around the United States gather in a big hotel room somewhere to compete for the grand prize of the Pillsbury National Bake Off Contest. Now, if you read the headlines after it's all over, you'd probably think that it's a story of one winner and 99 losers. But look a little bit closer. You'll notice that each of these hundred bakers are baking something unique. It's a hundred stories. Their own recipes, born of their imaginations, their family traditions probably, to bring something sweet of their own into the world. One of those hundred finalists lives and works near our studios here at WGBH. She's a cancer researcher named Kirsten Sinkovicius. And she came in the other day with a fresh sample of her entry the caramel chai bar, and a story about some of the secret ingredients that went into her recipe. A warning for those of you who may be a little bit squeamish, there's going to be a lot of chewing in this podcast. We call her morning story a million-dollar cookie. All right. You have to be honest. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, man, I like the smell. Cinnamon. Apple. Filtered through... Some kind of floral smell. I'm not sure what it is. I like the crunchy top. (laughs) Mm. Really moist. Chewy. Now I'm going to test the crust part of it. That's important. Okay. Will I make a good judge? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Going after a different experience. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is sensational. Oh, thank you. I think the flavors balance each other really well. They do. I don't think it's, mm. like, too overwhelmingly chai flavor. No, it's not. Kirsten, you got my vote. Thank uh, you. You should you know? be a judge. I entered 30 recipes. This is the one they picked, caramel chai bars. I would have been happy if anything got picked. <laughs> I had a recipe I I thought would make it for a dessert sushi recipe. Sushi. I thought it was a pretty creative idea. I'll but say. <laughs> it's because when I got married, we had sushi at our rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do a theme, like all good brides do, right? <laughs> and I couldn't find a good recipe online, so I started thinking about um, how to do that. So think, you have often been in over your head. Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Last Thursday, my lab went skiing, and I don't know, it was only my second time going, but I was determined to try from the top of the mountain, and <laughs> it was horrible. You really felt that you could ski? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to a relatively dangerous height to go yeah. down that hill because? I just thought I should try it. Yeah. You just thought you should try it. (laughs) Well, I think I look for new experiences because I'm competitive and I'm willing to try different things, even if I'm not necessarily good at it. I was like, oh, I might as well try. Yeah. Also, I decided I was ready for a change in my postdoc. I completely switched fields. I'm interested in tumor recurrence, why the tumor comes back and grows bigger. Doing it, I think I have a greater potential to help people. My brother and I were planned four years apart so that my parents could cover college for both of us. I mean, I think they did everything right. I actually take a lot after them. My dad is the chemist at DuPont, and my mom teaches culinary arts at vocational school. So I have both the science and the cooking <laughs> from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually going to come to the bake-off with me and be there together. Yeah. Her temperament, is it like yours? Yeah. You started making cookies with her when you were four years old, right? Yeah, I was pretty young, making peanut butter cookies, and then we would roll them out into different shapes. And I would, like, make a snake and then put a little chocolate chip for eyes. Um, I think it's about love. You know, it takes time, and people put love into food when they make it for other people. 
My mother-in-law died recently, 50 years of recipes in the kitchen and an incredible record of experiences. My wife was seeing her whole relationship with her mother. There's one special cookbook that my mom had that I think fondly of. Mm -hmm. It has a picture of a cupcake on the front, I think, and it's pink. And it's really worn out now because we used it so often. And then her other favorite recipes that aren't from that cookbook, she would write on paper and be stuck in between some of the (laughs) the Mm -hmm. pages. Yeah, That was definitely one of our favorites. How would your life be affected by being the winner? I haven't had kids yet, but when we do, we have to worry about their college education. Do for your kids what was done for you. Right. How much is the prize? A million dollars. Uh, you didn't know that? <laughs> I was thinking 100000 Yeah, no, it's a million. And there's so many good recipes I don't think I'm going to win. So, you know, I'm just going to have fun having the experience, being uh-huh. with my mom, sharing that. That yeah. seems to be like a really important part of this story. It's- yeah, that, no, that's probably one of the most important. Um, you know, I found out that my mom has a brain tumor. And it's it just makes you um, treasure everything. She had radiation treatment, and the tumor hasn't um, shrunk, but it hasn't gotten larger either. But she's still in pain every day. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Oh, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was well, holding back a little bit. Of course. <laughs> yeah, and she didn't tell me either, which is very upsetting. <laughs> well, how'd you find out? Uh, she came to visit for my birthday and told me she had a little problem, and she was going in to get treatment, like, the next month. So I took off work and went. And, yeah. Any of the conversations about the future? No. Even if things are bad, I don't know if my mom would tell me. Because hmm. she wants to, like, shield people. And I try to tell her, like, I need to know. But, you know, your parents give you advice in every stage of life. And I haven't had kids yet. So that's a big one. You want her to be there for that. Yeah, yeah. The positives they would see in me would partly be because of her. So. Um, she has the best attitude of anyone that I know. You would have no idea if you met her. She's a go-getter. <laughs> I think I might because I've met her daughter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Important research for cancer and the National Pillsbury Bake Off Contest. Incredible tributes to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice to, you know, think about moms making this with their kids and bonding over something. And- I wish the judges could taste all of the things yeah. <laughs> that go into a recipe. Thanks. Thank you. That was Kirsten Sinkovichus with today's morning story, A Million Dollar Cookie. I'm here in our listening room with Gary Mott. Well, I mean, this story takes me back to my youth, in fact. Uh-huh. Um, I fancied myself a, you know, a cook, a uh-huh. chef. I wrote a series of cookbooks. You on, did? On three-by-five cards. No kidding. Yes. And every recipe started with two cups of flour. <laughs> I thought that two cups of flour was for making glue. <laughs> when you were a kid, wasn't it? One time I actually made one of these recipes. It was a uh, a sponge cake. Hmm. And sure enough. Two cups it, of flour. <laughs> it came out and you could have scrubbed the floor with it. 
It was a sponge. No kidding. No kidding. I, I thought it was that, edible. Yeah, but it was a sponge. I did some baking with my son when he was very young. Uh, he got an assignment from his class to make some friendship bread. Have you heard of friendship bread? Friendship bread, yeah. You make the recipe, and then you save a little bit of the dough before you bake it to pass on to the next person, because that, you know, keeps that that yeast. Unfortunately, somewhere along the line, we we goofed and we started to put in twice the amount of eggs. I figured, well, uh, I'll I'll teach my son something about arithmetic. So I said, Andrew, why don't we double everything? <laughs> <laughs> and then probably we'll be okay. So we ended up pounding away at this stuff and had a great time. And we ended up with something that looked kind of like a human lung. Still, you know, I took a little bit of the dough that was left and I, I passed it on to the next person. And uh, I never heard from them again, but... Uh, you had a great time with your son. I did. We've been getting a lot of mail, by the way. Uh, we just wanted to thank you for your many letters of appreciation and support. Keep them coming. And if you have any stories of your own about cooking, something that happened in the kitchen, pass them on. We'd love to share them. WGBH.org slash morning stories. Plenty to see and do and hear there. And please get in touch. Morning stories at WGBH.org. And we'll be back with you real soon. So take care. Bye.